So I understand Mr Seeker delivered his speech at 9.33 on Wednesday morning. The House rose Thursday evening. Had a fair bit of time to correct the record, didn't he? Well, he, uh, he did seek Senator Wong to, uh, to ensure that the record no, was corrected. No, hang on. That's the discussion is about the means that Changing the Hansard, y you and I both know, everybody knows... The notion of the, the principle of accountability to the people through the parliament that is part of the Westminster system does, is, isn't a technical point. It's a principled point. Which is if you tell the parliament something that is wrong, you then tell the parliament you told them something was wrong. You don't sort of scurry around and try and doctor the Hansard. Don't be afraid. Deep Don't be scared. Trigger. It's cold. Award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. Hold the front page. Elbow likes a beer after work. I think he's completely out of touch with what the people of the country want. Prime Minister walking around with a lump of coal. He's a fossil with a baseball cap. Hi there, Australia. Welcome once again to Australia's most principled politics podcast. Non-scurrying. Non-scurrying, non scurrying. no scurrying, no. We are scurry. No, we we would correct the record if if ever we were wrong. We would. Can you imagine being told off by Penny Wong? <sighs> you know what? And she wasn't mad. She was disappointed. She was just disappointed. <laughs> that tone, I like. I kind of liked it. I felt so in trouble that I liked it. I'm like, oh, I'm really fucked up. <laughs> this is G'day Sausages. I'm Will Grant. I'm CJ Josh, and I'm John Smallberries. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why we got to do this. <laughs> what the podcast will just have him on? <laughs> I ask myself that most times. That's a really interesting thing, though, that Penny Wong was talking about. In that, in thou that, shalt not, Doctor Hansard. Thou, thou shalt not, Doctor Hansard. No. You, I think you're allowed to correct Hansard if they they got like your comma or your full oh, stop. Your comma like or your if full you were stop. if you were like. No, that pause was a comma, or that yeah. pause was an M dash, yeah. um, yep. not a full stop. That you, can, you can go fix that. Yeah, but, but uh, you know, actually changing the record on, on whether you, you said there was payment there or not. You can only change the record on the record. Yes. You can only correct the record on the record. Yes, and that's not a bad principle, really. It's a little bit Stalinist no. to go all the way down to the down to the the big metaphors. But <laughs> I keep thinking, I keep thinking. I don't, I know this is different. I'm not going to keep up with this podcast. No, 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 no. There's an, there's an awesome. Okay, we digress. We digress. There's an awesome well, well, photo. I mean, Hang on. Yeah. There's no, an awesome yeah. photo originally from like 1925, 26. Mm -hmm. Stalin walking along the um, the dock front. And and he's got like three buddies with him. You know, okay. they're, they're like the union boss. I don't know, and and the defence so minister like or something like that. The chief and, Catholic. And um and then the photo got re-released. You know, like uh, in 1931. And, and someone it was three hot women. Someone had been erased from oh. the photo, oh. and then it got re-released again a few years later, and someone else had been re removed, and then it got released again, and it's just Stalin just walking Stalin. along the waterfront. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's how you correct the record. Oh, wow. It's like in Mummy Dearest, where the, the, which is the campus most fabulous movie ever about um, Joan Crawford and what a terrible, terrible mother she was, and um, the little girl in it goes, she can make you disappear, because Joan Crawford would go around when she broke up with one of her boyfriends, would just cut them out of all the photos and the kids are like Jesus. oh well there goes uncle they're, they're john <laughs> you know Christ, that's relaxing so so we are uh sitting on the edge of the edge of the seat of our pants mm. yes. uh waiting waiting for someone to go and call some sort of election or a lib spill or both or or a lib spill Let's or both. both we've we, got to talk about that yeah okay so what is today as of recording it's the 7th of uh april, april. that's it that's it. 1861. And, uh, as yet, as yet, maybe by the time you're listening, listener, the Magic Eagle has told Scott to go and um, go and visit Yarralumla. But so far, but it the won't Magic be Eagle tonight because Gigi's not home. Oh, okay. No, it's 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 housey tonight. Housey? What? It's a game. Oh, oh, you're like he's, bingo, isn't it? No, but he calls it housey because he's a traditional Australian and he's off playing housey tonight at the local RSL. What is housey? That's Scott Morrison, you mean? Not the no, governor no, 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 the governor general. What is housey? I don't understand. 
I think he's had a stroke. I, I don't know. Another one. No, houses, it's kind of like the same it's as It's like a key bingo. party, but you put your house in there? Yeah, it's kind of like bingo, but it's um, called housy. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, according... Look it up. I'll look it up while you talk. Talk uh, amongst According yourself. to the Governor-General's diary for today, he is, um, they have made their way to Sydney this evening oh. to attend a dinner. So he's not at Yarralumla. Oh, okay. So okay. that's what I've been doing is keeping an eye on the Governor-General's diary just to kind of see whether he's actually in town or not. To see how this can happen. Well, we're on tenterhooks though. So when is when oh. is when is our Morrison going to call it? We're we're running out of time. So we are. Uh, so to have a, a regular election, we're looking at May fourteenth or May twenty first. Yeah. So th- those are basically the two dates left. And he has to do it pretty soon because then you've got your Easter's and your Anzac Day holiday. And the minimum length of campaign holidays. is like four weeks or something like that. Thirty two days. Yeah, I don't know why days. we didn't do it. Okay, why didn't we do it in weeks? Where's the fun in that? You've got to give people jobs. 33 days. Like, what the fuck is that? It's know. just more than a month. Yeah, I know, but why not have like a... Constitutionally, you go, okay, you couldn't say a month because everyone would be like, well, do you mean a February month? Months are a different or do you mean a <laughs> July month? I know. Month? I like things that are like the, um, you Four know, weeks. the second Tuesday of... The, the first Tuesday after the second Monday or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. the American election. the 11th month of the yeah, ninth Yeah, I like those, yeah. I like those sorts of things. Well, anyway, he's not calling... He can't call it tonight. And then also, I don't know... It, this is something I don't understand. I need a grown-up to explain it and we probably will get many of them on Twitter tomorrow because now everyone's a constitutional lawyer after um, <laughs> Djokovic. We know how the high court yeah, yeah, works. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a constitutional epidemiologist. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. good. Yeah, yeah. with, with uh, side expertise in nuclear hypersonics. So uh, Very handy. Yeah. Fuck, you're diverse. No yeah. wonder you're so wealthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they're going to the 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 clusterfuck, which is the um, New South Wales Liberal Party. Indeed. Oh my God, those people! So someone they're taking going they're getting heard in the High Court tomorrow on twelve pre-selections. Twelve. The, there's twelve that are Fuck. twelve are up. I was only looking at the kind of when I named those seats the other day. You know. Um, Anyway, it doesn't matter. Those five, I just went, they're really prominent, important seats. The others are kind of also ran. But there's like 12 of them. So the High Court's agreed today to actually listen to see whether they'll consider taking on the case. So so what does this mean? At 4 p.m. tomorrow. What does this mean? Is it theoretically possible that Scott Morrison has to call an election at some point soon and he's stuck with no candidates Uh or or they're semi-endorsed candidates? I don't know. Like, vote for these people. They don't have the Liberal Party, but we'll call them Liberals or something like that. Or just vote for Liberal blank and we'll insert a candidate later. God. Oh, yeah, I, that's what I mean. I don't understand just how this, if this just, just goes on, it uh, does. It does. It does become a little bit emblematic of oh, you know. Totally. If, if you were to say, if you were to say, uh, consider Fervanti Wells, you know, there's a theme of bullying in this government. Mm. Uh, there's also a theme of incompetence, cluster fuckery, y- indeed. Yeah, cluster fuche. Uh, yeah. Like, mm, like nice. that. It, it really resonates in the way that Scott Morrison deals with the party. It seems to be a little bit incompetent as well. It's nice to push the incompetence right up to the line. But also, we're paying for this. Like, the government's got the, – they've got the Solicitor General who took care of this case in the lower courts. Yeah. Do we have to pay the Solicitor General, like, um, overtime or something? Yeah, Surely we, we pay the Solicitor General all but the time. But why the fuck is the Solicitor General doing something about an internal Liberal Party thing? Oh, I don't know. That sounds bad. It's outrageous. <laughs> I'm, I, now, <laughs> I get, now I get now the cut of your jib. I call <laughs> shenanigans and rorts. Yeah, there's a lot of that. So anyway, so you're at 4 p.m. to 4 p.m. on 4 PM. Friday. That's, that's fuck. That's drinking time. Well, it could be. No, judges are allowed to drink. It could be like both high court right judges time. after after three thirty. Wait a minute, Sherry, Sherry. Okay, sherry. now we'll listen. We'll yes. have Sherry and we'll listen. Yeah. Now Sherry's a lunchtime drink, isn't it? For judges, you're right. You're yeah. right, Lord. So brandy. Brandy seems like your mid mid cognac bowl, big ass like a little warmers. If you, could, if you could reach down underneath the bench and you pull out a big ass cognac oh, snifter, <laughs> I'm getting justice. images of John Laws here. <laughs> Light a cigar. I'll do it. Uh, Housey is actually pretty much like bingo, but I also saw it called Indian Tombola. Obviously, that's it. That's my bit. That's obviously, that was before Agatha Christie changed it, the name for the third time to non Tombola. Yeah, you know, Fred uh, and then there were none. That's what it's called now. Ah, really? And then there were none. Had two names before it was. Sorry, oh, I know it? the sorry, first listener. one. The first, first name, name is the first name is rude, and then and terrible. And the sec, they changed it to a second racist name, and they were like, What's "But it? this isn't this isn't racist anymore." What's it in the first oh. place? 
So it's a it's a, an Agatha Christie novel. It's a it's a pretty cool one. It's a it's, it's a, a good one. It, it's a good one. There's there's ten people on an island. Oh, it had and, so I murdered an N word. That was and, what it was first and, called. Yes, wasn't that's it. it. No, well, no, it, it, it was, was called um, um, it was called ten little ten little N word. Um, and then and so point is, there's ten of them on the island, and they all end up dead. And it's like who killed them? Um, that's pretty cool. Um, and Just then like housing. they changed it to ten little Indians. Uh, and then they thought, <laughs> oh, oh, there's oh, something okay. about this. There's it's something. okay. We fixed it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god! So eventually, eventually they went, and then there were none. And and I do hope, I do hope that when we become super woke in the year twenty fifty, uh, then we'll realise there's another problem with that title. That'll I'm sure there will be. So, what is it? I don't know. We don't know yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Uh, so obviously, obviously this week, uh, Scott Morrison has been fighting uh, pre-selection battles mm. both now and in the past. <gasps> I see what you're saying. Are you talking about? Uh, Michael Michael Tauk. a dodgy Tauk. leb, I think he called himself a Mohammedan. Oh yes, uh, he was. What was he? He was. He was either a dangerous Lebanese person and or a Muslim. Definitely Muslim. I saw someone he started off as being some kind of apparently yeah, okay. So dodgy put this leb, in context. This is what Scott Morrison was allegedly allegedly saying yeah. about Michael Tauk before before the two thousand and seven uh, pre-selection. Yeah, that yeah. is when Scott Morrison went into Parliament. So yes, so. Yeah. And this is the one where in the first round of voting, Morrison only got eight votes. To, I know. to something like it's 82. A, he it's got a trouncing. fucking stomped. Ten to one, like ten to one numbers. Like it's, it's, a, it's a pretty big call to go, oh, head office. It was a penalty. He Me. was, well, he was. It used to be state director, so there. Oh, what a surprise. Yeah, that makes it okay. Mm. So allegedly, yes, um, they went, no, no, no. Morrison got said, no, 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 started casting nasturtiums about Michael Toke in whatever ways he could. And then there was there were stat decks there was stat decks sign, so Toke and I think it's Toke could be Tauki I'm not sure Scott Chapman another guy a pre selector in 2016 also signed a stat deck saying uh, that they were they were saying nasty things about him especially Morrison mm-hmm. and then apparently a reporter from the New Daily called James Robertson said really a whole bunch of others said it too he got on the phone called 20 Liberal Party members from Cook to find out what they said. What and they said. And they all agreed that Toke was besieged with falsehoods, but no one would say for sure that Morrison was the reason. Ah, oh, right, okay. So, so we couldn't even do that properly. They were being scared. They were being scared. So um, what was it? Toki went on um, 7.30? No, what did no, 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 he called? went on the project. The project, project same See, thing. this is, again, another barometer of this story is getting cut through. Because when it's going that, that far, is, yeah. When yeah. it's, it's yeah. on the project, yeah. So I think that's pretty impressive. And he basically went off about it. Um, I, I, this is what I really enjoyed. He said, figuratively, they put a political gun to my head and basically told me they were going to ruin me. Yep. You'd never work again. Yeah, I'll never be employable again. again if I didn't withdraw from pre-selection and throw my votes behind Morrison. Morrison, of course, said, that's garbage. I'll sign a stat deck too, which obviously... Uh, yeah. yeah, that's oh fine. My God. He just thinks it's a piece of paper, he doesn't... Uh, th- there's, there's other bits to it as well, yeah. that, um, that there were circulating rumours that he was associated with neo-Nazis. Yes. Ooh, so. I didn't get that bit. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I was, just, I was just looking for my quote on that one, that definitely they were associated it's, with neo-Nazis. It's, it's so anything they can make up. Any, anything, anything. Anything, just rumours. He eats live cats, he's, he's totally, yeah, he's a chicken strangler, he, he cheats at Housie. That's all they do, that's all they care about. <laughs> what are the rules of Housie, though? Well, you buy a ticket and someone calls out a number, and if you get it, you go house. house oh my god! And you win money. <laughs> but you know what I like? You know what I like about this? While that program was airing, where Morrison was, he was. Where was he at the Newcastle? He was at the Newcastle Edgeworth Tavern while it was on. Oh, oh really? so cool. this is when old man, um, old mate Ray. I didn't get his name, but yeah. he, that was definitely a Ray. Ray yeah, that was definitely a Ray. Ray. Kind of went up to him and, and pointed out some of his flaws. He yelled at him. He said, listen to me for a change, he said. Um, You're elected to help people who have a go, you know, who have a go, get a go. Well, I've had a go, mate. I've worked all my life. I've paid my taxes. And then he basically went off at him and said, I'm sick of your bullshit as Morrison was walking away, which I think is fucking fabulous. And then the woman who did that selfie. The alleged selfie. (laughs) So it was beautiful. So she lined up for a selfie with the Prime Minister and said, said, congratulations on being the worst Prime Minister we've ever had. While he's staring at the camera going, fuck I am now on camera doing this, and it's just it's just another thing. So he's like, okay, so don't do selfies because they're going to do this to you. They're going to get don't you. don't go to pubs. They're going to do this to you. Like, but, it, 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 <sighs> but the clown. other the other fucking thing clown. that came out about um in that interview with um Walid Ali on the project the other night was that Toke was saying that he's getting 
like just in that day, got text message from a current mm. cabinet um, mm. minister who <laughs> said, and I just want to make sure I get this right, I believe you and said, do what you feel you need to do, just be careful. Mm. Like, And I don't think the just be careful was in a way of threat. No, no, no. It's no. Um, look quite after re- yourself. Just, reverse, just look yeah. after yourself. Um yeah, so but Morrison, of course, has could not reject these allegations more fundamentally or soundly. No, he was up to his shriveled little balls in it. There's no question oh, one way or another. Oh, you believe it. If there's one thing he's competent at, it's that kind of uh, skullduggery. But then some buggers were quoted in the Newcastle Herald. This is what was pushing my buttons earlier this week, saying people should have more respect for the office and they shouldn't talk Aww. about Scott Morrison that way, like that woman doing a little selfie gotcha moment. That- like Fuck, I hate that position. If a wanker's in the Tell office, Tell us why you hate wanker. that position. Tell us why you hate that position. It may or may not have occurred not long ago when no, a you, certain... Generalise, though. Generalise. I'll, I'll generalise some of it, but not all of it. A certain <laughs> Christian porter may have still been a minister, but had recently been called out on matters unbecoming. Mm. And he was visiting an organisation that I happened to be also at, and he may or may not was be potentially going to be popping into the room while we're having a chat. And I turned to the head of that organisation and said, I'm going to tell him what I think of him if he talks to me. And he went... No, Rod, you can't do that. We have to respect the office, not the man. Did did you tell him anything? Did you tell him what you think? He didn't come into the room. Oh, my God. What a chicken. He knew. I got the eye contact. I looked at him like, you're mine, mate. You're mine. And he didn't come into the room. I'd like to think it was because I scared him off. But but hearing this bullshit, you know, you've got to respect the office, not the man. It's like, but uh, that's impossible. Yeah, look, I... I Used to get that. Fucking hate that. But position. I hate the way hate the office has been treated. He's not respecting the office. Why the hell should anybody else? It doesn't mean anything. Like, All right, I'm with you now, Steve. Your, your argument was cogent and sensible. So. I just hate them. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we've got to the nub of uh, this podcast just then. I that's just the thing. You know, un- until, until this government, the only thing I hated was our laundry. We have a terrible laundry. It needs fixing. But now I hate the government too, particularly the leaders. Right. Okay. I know. Well, there, there what you could do, awful. what you could do, is renovate the laundry. No, 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 no. Do you do your washing outside in a bucket for a month? Then you'll go. Fuck! You'll I love our laundry. No. So what I, are you saying? I we just the, be grateful anyway. that we're not being shot in the streets. I'm just trying to. Ha- <laughs> I'm just trying to help him. <laughs> yes. Also, be grateful for that. Hundred miles from here, people don't even have buckets. You know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. In other countries, you know, you wouldn't be able to go out and wash your washing like that. <laughs> Um, the further thing that got me with old mate at the pub was that he had a go at Morrison about not setting up ICAC. Was it really? Was that? Yeah, was that it? Yeah. it was like, and where's where's the integrity commission you were going to do? You didn't do that, and you're like, holy hell! You didn't pay attention, bro. Yeah, well, not only paying attention, but look, that's it, it, it's pretty labour space. It's, it's on point. It's, yep. Yeah, you know, all of those kinds of things. That, but I I was saw a journalist who was doing the on tour whatever with um, Morrison the past 24 hours and she like was saying that um, gen- generally warmly received. Um, so, yeah, again, we're seeing the one about... As in, as in Ray was Mor- warm- Sorry, warm- no, Morrison warmly received. No. Like, not a problem. Huh? Yeah, mind you, he's going into a pub. People I think, are having I think their most chicken people, schnitties. Most people are going... I mean, there'll be a lot of people that'll just go, I'm eating dinner. Yeah, I can see dinner. him over there schmoozing. I'm there not necessarily going to yeah. go over it. You'll get some lovies that are like... Um, love him because he's great, or others that are like, oh, it's the prime minister. I'll go and say, yeah. I'll get a selfie like some clowns do with Pauline Hanson. Um, could be anybody. Could be anybody. Could be anybody. <laughs> to be fair, those clowns had to get fucking drunk before they did it. That's yeah. what I heard. <laughs> Look forward to the G'day Sausages Christmas card. This so week. Morrison's summary of that event was um, he had a very welcome reception. Yeah, and look, overall he might have, and those were two things that we've highlighted, but I, I still think it's very interesting that they happened at all. And mm. I think I think as as uh, such a media oriented prime minister yes. that he's looking for looking for footage of him doing other people's jobs up and down the country up and down the campaign. Uh, I can I can imagine that it's going to cruel a lot of that because the story is going to become enough people really angry with him all the time. I just don't understand it's all the stories. What what what's the, I don't understand what the benefit is of being seen to do other people's jobs, washing hair. Um, you're just like, them. just like them. Yeah, but but you're not. And why do it? And like Albo was photographed with a baby, you know, this week as well. Put the baby away. What was he doing with the baby? Just cradling it. I mean, I happen to it? know that he absolutely adores little babies. He thinks babies are awesome. But like, don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think. I think 
okay, it's a it's a weird thing to do if you're a parent of a baby and you've got a baby right there to test it. But it's a pretty good litmus test for is this person really creepazoid? If, oh, right. if, ba- if your baby cracks the shit, no, 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 no. If they oh. if they hold it in a totally weird way, like what, like, by one like, leg. like yeah, Michael Jackson or something like <laughs> yeah. that. And look how he turned out to be. Can you imagine Donald Dead. Donald Trump holding a baby? Oh my, oh, god, my god. god! Like he would, he'd grab he'd be, by the hair. He'd be holding it like no, he he'd grab it by the hair. He'd grab it by the hair. And what I like about these negative stories that are coming out every six minutes is they are across the media. It's not just our lefty friends. It's on news.com. It's on oh, it, that's all, certainly, it's all media. It's certainly now. going everywhere. I do wonder, though, is there a bit of Scott Morrison that's like, all right, well, dominate the media and and that's an asset in your favour. It would favorite. not surprise yeah, me if, him, yeah. if he was, uh, you know, sub- Trump uh, subscribe it. to the fact of, you know, all publicity is good publicity. Well, Trump Trump won, won his first campaign that way. That's so. true. That's true. But all, <laughs> but, it, but it does it does speak to you know there's a lot of people saying that uh, clearly he was the strongest asset that um, that the liberals had in 2019. Yes, uh, and now he is he is their What's, biggest liability. Just thinking about and that for a moment. What's your strongest asset? That guy, really? Yeah, well, but it, but but we haven't had a prime minister. We um, we haven't really voted on a record for a, quite some time. No, we yeah, haven't. Yeah, 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 true. And so that will be interesting to see how that goes. The other thing that you raised earlier, Will, was whether whether there will be a spill. Spill. Oh, yeah. No, I, spill. I, indeed. So spills but, on. But if it's not like it would be the smartest thing to do if if you really if you wanted to fuck up Labor's campaign, mm. yeah, just change the leader. What do you reckon they're basing their campaign on? Uh, Mind you, uh, uh, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's a, it's a huge way to, to ruin Labor's chances. I don't know if they've got – I mean, Scott Morrison obviously doesn't want that to happen. No. Uh, does the rest of the party have the guts? No. Uh, I don't know. I uh, don't, well, they haven't done it yet, and I don't think they do it's it It's getting a bit close now. Now. Now, it's just too, now it's just too close. They're actually – No, I'm even, calling it. They're going to spill him. Even, even um, people in the parties are calling it a campaign now. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so they're just going to ride into the end and then lick their wounds for a, a season and come back because he's fucked. Like I, I but honestly will be amazed if they manage to win with this guy. At the all head. right, um, just just for the record, just for the record, uh, I'm gonna. Jeez, these drugs are good. I can't believe you brought a harp with you. That's amazing. Uh, Scott Morrison is going to win this election. Yeah. And the only way that anyone is going to cope with that fact uh, is by stating it out loud regularly and often. And that's going to be my position. This is what you did last time. I, I'm going to have to do this now because, <laughs> because there is a whole bunch of people that whilst, you know, uh, you know, uh, everyone was traumatised by the 2019 uh, moment. I don't remember. I think there, are, there, are, there is a lot of people that are talking more and more like, okay, it's, it's, it's a cakewalk, it's inevitable. And that's I think, never a good thing. And, and I think, yes, Yes, the polls are interestingly in Labor's favour, and yes, Scott Morrison is incompetent. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm, I think, okay, I think okay, a they're close, okay. but I think also b I'm going to prepare myself by. by okay, imagine. he'll win. He'll win, but there's going to be so many independents that the 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 act of having to try and it's, negotiate will make him have a stroke. The and idea die in of a big swing, uniformly kind of ish uh, across the electorate, I don't think will happen anyway. It'll be little pockets, and it'll is it about the seat siege? Oh, shut up! Oh my god. Oh, shut up. I hate you both. I don't you know, know why know, we do you, this. You, you know, well, speaking of why we do I, I was, you know, the, listener, you may have guessed this, but the deep flaw of G'day Sausages is that... Um, the hosts. The hosts. Us. We, we, yes. We're the knowledge. No, but we're in Canberra. And whilst we're, whilst we're not inside the parliamentary triangle... Uh, we can see it. We live in a particularly privileged demographic. Yeah, and and it is not. How no, 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 no. Have I not described my laundry in enough detail to you? I'm not privileged. <laughs> it's dreadful. I'm going to demand to see it when I go over next. Time. You're not going to like it. No, nah, I probably. All right. Not. What other stories we got for the moment? Let's see. Uh, oh well, alternative ha- prime ministers. Alternative prime ministers. Clive Palmer spoke at the National Press of course, Club. Yes, yes, today, of course. And they must have been keeping on the down because I've kind of. Usually pick up on who's speaking at press club and everything. Oh, I think because he he bailed last yeah, he, time. Yeah, he cancelled the COVID. I know COVID like symptoms, and he bailed. Um, but what? That's when they sent the two ambulances. <laughs> <laughs> you fuckers! That was so funny. How does that work? Do they hang him on the roof of two? How does it? They run one backwards and one forwards with him in both. So what he said today, though, was, uh, and I didn't watch it because I didn't know it was on. But I, you know, I like a good press club. But uh, he and going, you have a job, and I have a job. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Greens. Uh, he the, 
putting uh, the United Australia Party putting the Greens above the ALP and the Libs in lower seats on their preferences. The Greens. The Greens. Okay. Uh, Possibly. Well, this hmm. is what he said today. Okay. Uh, Yeah. 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 Did Um, he fall asleep straight afterwards? (laughs) And then the other thing was uh, he he wants to put a twenty percent tax concession incentive for people who were willing to live. Beyond two hundred kilometers from a city, oh yeah, you get a twenty percent tax, tax reduction. Tax reduction. <clears throat> I no, no. I mean, I kind of get it. We 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 absolutely need to look need at to policy policies that shift um, a bunch of people and investment and industries uh, away from their capital cities. There, there, there is no point. Huh. What what do we want to have? Three cities in Australia that have. Uh, you know, 10 million people it and yeah, yeah. that's congestion. it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's terrible it's pollution. It's dumb. No, I don't want, three, I want one mega city that runs right up the East Coast. That's all I want. Yep. And the rest well, of the Australia is a playground. that's pretty much what we're going to get. Yeah. And the rest is a playground. Because Sydney's about to wash down the road anyway. Yeah, so, um, And he also wants to use the power of the constitution. I love it when they use, he uses the phrase, the power of the constitution. The power of the constitution. Because that constitution doesn't have, you know, huge amounts in it. Um, to cap bank home loan lending rates to a maximum of 3% for the next five years. I don't know if the constitution speaks. Oh no, it's got a lot. There's a lot sure. on banking in the constitution. Well, if you it's about usury. Yeah, like like yeah. throw them out of the temple for usury. Yes. Yep. Yep. And the, uh, then, of course, he said he's going to spend f- uh, upwards of forty million dollars on the campaign, uh. and that's in addition to the thirty million that he's already spent. Jeez. So I got a question about this. These are all coming from Clive. Well, this is my question with Clive. So wasn't he a bee's dick off? Utter bankruptcy and, and legal action hey, not that long ago. Nice. He's got, he uh, billionaires all, all work in a funny money zone. Like they can, get, they can get whatever they want. Money. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> he's, he's got so many court cases on, he wouldn't have a clue how many there were. One of them's got to win, I suppose. It's true. It's true if you have enough. But like, yeah. it's like knowing how accurately how rich Donald Trump is. Like It's it's somewhere between negative $4 billion, zero and, and infinity and, dollars. And yeah. infinity dollars, of mm, course. Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah. But I think Clive Palmer is in a similar patch. But... He can ra- he can rustle enough to spend a lot on an election. Yeah, you certainly can. <coughs> so, I, anyway, I, I don't think that's good though. Is it time to talk about like donations and you know, caps on how much people can donate to political parties? Oh, what, what reforming our electoral system? No. Well, he's because he, he's, he's, he's spending, he's spending his own money. He's allowed to do that. You're allowed to. It's that's not a donation. That's different. Well, if, he, if he just yeah. puts up a poster, that's just what he's done. As yeah. long as it's not in um, Frydenberg's electorate. Sorry, next to Frydenberg. Yes, that is correct. It's called Goldstein. Uh, There's a, speaking of advertising and um, posters mm. and all the rest of it, the ABC have got a, a, a app thingy or whatever that they're running for this election um, called sort of like Hidden Election, and it, they want Is there another you, one. They want Are we you, electing the deep state? <laughs> they want Finally, you, they want you to down you download something. So it's obviously this is how they steal all the money out of your bank. But you download something, and the idea of it is that it helps. Um, they, they collate this information because it's, I, I guess it's basically scraping to see what ads are being placed in people's feedbook, uh, Facebook feeds um, oh, yeah, depending yeah. on where they live and their age. Yeah, because we can't, kind of like stuff. 10 years ago, yeah. 15 years ago, we could we could see what, what was being played. And at least they were different in different electorates. Yeah. But we could turn mm. on the TV and go, all right, what's being played during the nine news or whatever, and we'll get a good idea what's going on. But now we can't see what's yeah. going on. And now we can't yeah. see what they're going. So the other thing is too, there'll be um, community pages, there'll be a whole lot of those what, astroturfing stuff going on and that. And this is what this uh, project is trying to uncover. So it'd be very interesting, I think. And the ABC's doing this. Uh, the ABC's doing it in conjunction with some eggheads. Nerds. Uh, and, um, oh, that means they're getting it done for free then. Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly. But um, I'll find out a bit more about it for next week because I think that's quite an interesting – because the idea is that they will make it all available for everyone to trawl through. So this idea – Love the idea. Again, other people do the work again. Yeah. Typical lazy lefties. How do you keep How do you keep track of when you can actually place a political ad with a radius of five kilometres? Oh no! Like absolutely. How, how absolutely. else do you do it other than I know a company, uh, Cambridge Analytica. You should get them on. <laughs> they're, they're very good <laughs> at it. They're yeah, very they, good at it. They, they actually can work quite well. Yeah. Let's use them for good instead of evil. So just for once. That will be interesting because one of the big things that they used against Bill Shorten, uh, apart from the huge array of, of policies and stuff, was that he would His say charisma. one thing in one electorate and another thing in another, and um, you know it's going to hold everyone to account. Be very interesting. If it works, wonderful. 
Well, even if it look, if it works a smidge, we're still going to see more. But we should than still we've tell the stories. Before. We should capture the stories and, mm. and know what's going on. Yeah. Um, for future of academia, I agree. I agree. So, if, what are polls doing then? Oh, mm. polls are good. No, well, it depends what you believe in. So, the two I looked at, Guardian Essential had a good one. Um, talking about the budget, twenty-five mm-hmm. percent of respondents think the budget was good for them personally. Twenty-five percent. That's not enough. Yeah, fifty-six percent think the budget's primary purpose is to help the coalition win the coming Jesus. elections. 56%. Wow. Oh, my God. I know. That's And that was the phrasing, too. It's People are jacked. Yeah, they're really they jacked. Really are, aren't they? Like, you've done this for yourselves, you fucks, and that's f- well over half. That is a lot. That's wild. I saw that and thought, ooh, that's what I thought. So, Roy Morgan, I saw that... Oh, yeah, I'll get to Roy. I was going to say, the, which political party they trusted more to address the rising cost of living pressure, which is coming up on many polls as the critical thing? Greens. Yep, they came first, with 98% of people said they, they trust them most. So, the people they trust most uh, to address the rising cost of living pressure, 38% said Labor, 35% said it didn't matter which party, Yep. 27% said the Coalition. Huh. So just over I thought, a quarter. Uh, I thought Scott Morrison was going to have that as a key part of the campaign. Yeah, well, he has, and it's going well. Mm. It's going mm. very well because mm. more people trust who gives a shit than them. <laughs> yeah, Roy Roy as well. We got the Roy Roy. Yeah, you got Roy Roy as well. I, 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 that's what you were saying then about mm. you know what he's going to run on for the cost of living and everything. Mm. He, he he'll just re. He just revises history. It's like the whole pre-selection thing. He's gone now to say, oh, well, I had th- that had to be done because we weren't um, having enough women pre-selected. Yeah, and you're kind of like, ooh. Uh, no, know. that's true because Michael Toke was definitely think, a man, no, whereas, no, no, Scott, whereas Scott's a woman. <laughs> yeah, and, you just, and it he's now. just like, oh, my God. You just you just <laughs> twist everything around. After you know the answer, you go, oh, and this was what the and question it's the, was. It's the saying, saying different things in different audiences that are mutually inconsistent and contradictory. Yeah, so. contradictory indeed. And uh, Roy Morgan? Oh, Roy Roy, the little one, was uh, Labor in the last week has extended its lead on the two-party preferred by 1.5%. So they are now 57 to 43. 57 to 43. That's getting close to the margin that Labor needs to win, which is... Um, 109 you, you to, need to be You need to be 75, 25 in, yep. poll, in yep. polls. Because the margin of error is about 80%. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we found at the last poll. So that's... um. I know it's the seats. I'm not picking on you. I know you're right. I only, I only pick on you, Siege, no, no, because no. it's true I, and it annoys and, me. And it's also because I haven't done my little, you know, seat picking through thingy. But, hey, I've got leave next week, so. And, and, and the interesting thing is, depending, depending on how close it goes, um, you know, stuff like uh, the independents and which, it, which of those might be elected and which way they might vote. So Zali Stegel said she would support the Liberals, but not if Scott Morrison um, Was the leader. is the leader, which is like... <laughs> <laughs> How do we take that? It's very ambiguous. Now, what should and we I do? assume, or or Peter Dutton. So oh. yeah, I think she's probably hoping for a Frydenberg sort of thing. But uh, um, <sighs> what life must you lead if you're hoping for a Frydenberg? It's hoping for a Frydenberg. We have our title. Yeah, <laughs> no right. <laughs> <laughs> um, voting age. How old? How old do you reckon you should be to vote? Oh God. I reckon eight. Look, I'm I'm actually all for the younger the better. Well, kind of like I think there should be caps. Actually, I think I caps. think oh. so. You should be certain. So you no stop, over seventies as well. Is that you what you're stop saying? Stop at eighty five. I something? don't know something. Oh, you, you know, obviously you, it's very offensive to say this, but uh, you you could do something. I'm like not that. offended yet. <laughs> I will be. No, I was thinking about this because um, what's his name? Leonardo Pulisi, Australia's premier fourteen-year-old fourteen-year-old journalist. Yeah. So he, um, if you haven't heard of him, then I, I, I can't believe you haven't. He's the 14-year-old boy who does his own TV He runs show Channel 6 News. Stuff. Channel 6 News. Oh, get on to that. So I was about to say, if you listen to this, then you know who it is. But if you're on this, you don't. So he... Um, <laughs> again, again, Australia's most informed and principled podcast. Yes. So I yeah, can't do everything. He's down as chief anchor and managing director at 6 News. He... Um, it's quite remarkable. He's a young man who looks very conservative. He wears suits and he interviews people and he has very oh, serious Just because issues. he's wearing a suit doesn't mean he's conservative. But I No, but it looks it. Where, when, yeah, suits as a teenager, that's pretty cool. But I'm not bagging him out. Like, what he's doing is quite it, remarkable. It is very... Uh, it's quite remarkable. Okay. Michael J. Fox. So, yeah. as yeah, it is only not as funny. <laughs> so, and, and less Parkinson's so far. Yeah, so but he, also, you know, yeah. that character was into Reagan. 
That was his idol. He of course was he was, because his parents were hippies. He had no choice. He was, he was born that way. So this guy has been doing actual political interviewing and commentary for at least a couple of years, so since he was basically an embryo. Twelve. Yeah. Um, and he managed to score an interview with Scott Morrison. <gasps> Jesus, we can't get that. No, well, we haven't tried hard. No. Are you listening, Scott? Are you listening? So um, Scott Morrison criticised uh, – the thing I like most from this was um, – he was confronted by Leo about his, you know, lying. And Scott Morrison was reported in Crikey. He criticised Crikey deliberately on that on that channel and other media for covering his lies, saying, and this is my quote, mm, Australians aren't interested in these kinds of juvenile debates, oh. a.k.a. fact-checking his string of lies. I should say eye-watering Juven- string of lies. Juvenile debates. That's how he characterised it. Also, it's also... Juvenile debates. He, get, he gets to word. decide what questions a journalist asks. Yes. By saying Australia doesn't care about this, therefore yes. your audience doesn't care. Get yes. fucked. So oh. he's a complete wanker. So Leo, Leonardo, actually went at him and said with his own words about things like denying he called uh, Sam Dastyardi Shanghai Sam. Yep. And he said, oh, actually, no, I did say that. but So he denied his denial. But he said he'd been taken out of context by media outlets. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, but how do you, you know, it's... it's uh, I'm going to Shanghai. Sam, do you want to come with me? <laughs> exactly. So punctuation error. Punctuation error. Commas are important. Exactly. Let's eat grandma. So what happened? <laughs> when I think of that, this guy's 14 and he's getting. He, they asked for Albo, but Albo didn't come on. However, Chalmers did. So Chalmers did a post-budget yak with him yeah. as well. Cool. So very impressive. This guy's 14. So let's talk what age you should be allowed to vote. Uh-huh. And I say a shitload younger because right, but they're scared. So like in '73, Whitlam turned it from 21 to 18. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2018, the Greens proposed voluntary voting rights for 16 to 17-year-olds, yep. which resulted in a sudden inquiry, no change. The 1990s, 16-year-olds given the vote in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. It goes on and on and on. There's, there's whole strings of 16 and younger given votes, at least voluntarily. But it seems, particularly in England when they started talking about this, they're afraid, the people who are against it, because they're worried about a, quote, youth quake. And when you think of some of the issues right now, particularly climate, climate They'd be rogered. An organisation like the Liberal Party and the Nationals saying, let's see what 15 and 16-year-olds think of us right now. I reckon they'd be bent over So what, so what does buggered. it add? Two, two more years to, to the demographics. So it, what are we talking? Maybe another 3% of 14 the million people. No. Give or take. No, no. no. And, and they might be more left-wing. Um, yeah, well, if by left-wing you mean more socially-oriented policy seekers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think it'd be amazing if they weren't more climate voters. I mean, I think that's the biggest one that would make them shit themselves. Look, I, I, I absolutely like like the justice of lowering the age. Um, yeah, clearly, clearly, you can see people that really have um, an understanding of political issues, and and it's yeah. like it's, it's why why we put that I don't think it'd be any different to when eighteen year olds though. The percentage no. of people who actually pay attention, in fact, they any may age. actually pay age. more attention. <laughs> But yeah, it it doesn't make sense to me if you can you know drive drive a car and all the rest. Drive of it. a car, vote, go to war. Sorry, drive a car. Hang on, they can't get a job. Yeah, go to they, war. They can't can't vote. Yeah, it is interesting. But mind you, the fir- the very first episode of the Young Ones back in the early eighties, <laughs> the Ben Elton, the Ben Elton one, where he goes, he's the young hip cool dude, and he goes into a club to interview a dude, and it was uh, and anyway they nosing around. I think yeah, the documentary it was called was nosing called. around, nosing around, and they, they were like, I'm. I'm I'm sixteen year old. I'm old enough to go to the pub. I'm old enough to drink. I can't vote. <laughs> oh no, I can't. I can't do that. But what? But yeah, I still cannot drink in pubs. Yeah. I can go to war. I can get a you job, know, but I still cannot drink in pubs. You know, pubs. that's a shockingly conservative show. The young ones. Young yeah. Ones. Yeah, it's bizarre. Is that it's right? bizarre. Like I was watching it the other day, and I was just thinking, you, you know, were? The, you were. The, Okay, the other day being quite a while ago. Yeah, okay. But I was I was thinking, you know, the tone of this, there is a lot of laughing at punks and hippies and and a lot of youth counterculture in That's the true. in the eighties. Like true. it's funny. It's it's funny. But but a lot of the jokes are, like not many of the jokes are at power systems. The jokes are oh, at a university at, challenge? Come on. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Rick blames everything on bloody Thatcher, so boom. So, boom. Boom. Mm. Anyway. How many episodes have you seen? Oh, I don't discount yeah. your critique. Look, your critique is actually no. Your critique cycle. is right. I think I've seen them all because there's only like it's a British show. So, so, they, so like they had 12. they had two seasons of four and a half episodes yes. each plus a Christmas special. Except for the Christmas special, but the half episodes that would be the best. only the only English show without a Christmas special ever. That's true. Maybe they'll cut. I know one of them's dead. 
Or the other way, aside from youth voting, we could abolish voting and change to a very different system because I, I'm more yeah, and more... Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you're really just, into this, I just you? just just got to put on the record here, voting in the way that we do it is not necessarily the best way to do it. And, and you think about this, that... If you've got to a place in your in your family, you know, you're sitting around a kitchen table and you're deciding what you're doing for bloody dinner or for your holidays or whatever, and you get to voting, it's like we're not actually getting a good decision here. No. Same same in a in in your company, your work. You know, if we get to voting and we go, oh, 51% of people said we're going to abolish uh, Gary's department, and 49% of people said we we're going to abolish Linda's department. Yeah. Like it's like everyone loses here. It's not yeah. great. So you don't have preferential voting for Fast Food Friday at your house? Oh, we do have preferential voting for uh, board game night. Uh, oh, do you? Definitely. Uh, <laughs> some, people, some people have vetoes though. So <laughs> This is very complex. Yeah, it's weird how voting systems get but established. So, but so I agree with you. I, I think this system is better. But you know, if we're going to have interim steps, at least if we're going to do this system that's pox and damaged... At least let more people participate. Yeah, no, in don't, yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy with that. I'm just, yeah, very I don't happy give with a fuck that. If ten year olds vote, quite frankly, because why not? Look, I think if you can, I yeah. would make. Why it, not? I would make it. If optional. you can spell vote, you can do it. <laughs> yep, exactly. V o a t. Yeah. No, you got to be. You got to be. Apart from, uh, yeah, apart from pressurizing people and all those terrible things that would happen, but you know, other than that. But why not? There's what's the argument? Why not? Why not? No, I'm all but, for but it. But what is the? What, I guess the trick is what is the boundary. Yeah, because at at some point babies can't vote, and and there is that that gives extra votes to the parents who get I to think tell I, their kids to vote. I know what to do. It's got to be things like what was Donald Bradman's average cricket? No, score? but then then we do um, intelligence tests or, or literacy tests for voting. Uh, literacy tests are a big part of Jim Crow. Emotional quotient. Then emotional. You quotient. do the marshmallow test for everyone. You, you look. If you take the first marshmallow instead of waiting to, for the, to come back and get two marshmallows, you don't get to vote. But I told you ages ago on the Wholesome Show that the marshmallow test is rigged in favour of white middle class people. Like voting. Like if you live it, if you live in a precarious place, <laughs> take the fucking marshmallow. No, take it while eat it's when there, you can eat. You eat when you can eat. Exactly. Don't sit around like I'm going to be middle okay. class now. So I've worked it out. So we, you have to vote. We have to pay all the polling booths in um, high story buildings so that you you can only vote if you. Let the people get out of the lift before you get in. See, nice. That's, that's a good that's one. That's got emotional. That's one. I like that. Inte- you know, it's got intelligence, looking for others, empathy, all those things. Do you know the other one? If you're doing less than the speed limit, get the fuck out of the right lane or you can't vote. <laughs> doing less than the speed limit. I do remember there was a letter to the Cairns Post. Sorry, listener, we'll get back on track. No. Dear Cairns Post, no, I wish to register. Probably won't. We're there, just, we haven't seen each other for a while. There, there, was a, there was a letter to the Cairns Post a while ago where it was complaining about, he was like, I, I don't mind speed limits, but we should be allowed to drive less than the speed limit as well. Oh, my well, you God. You can. You can. Sunshine. It's they, the are, they are the people I want hanged. Like, well, at least they're driving at the speed limit. But someone whose idea is in a 60 zone, you have to drive 60. Yes, it's a lot of pressure to do 80. My car does rattle so. And you wrote a letter to the paper about it. I know. Probably while driving. (laughs) Probably had time to. Um, Anyway, your favourite speed limit podcast is coming to you. Well, speaking of speed limits, Mm. um, we're buying some hypersonics. Yeah, fuck yeah, we are. Yeah. And so the only thing I know about hy- um, what are they called? hypersonic <sighs> hydroponic missiles, yeah, hydroponic missiles, missiles, is the difference is that they have a low trajectory. So instead of like, Flat. yeah, so they instead kind of, of a ballistic, instead of going up in the air and down again, yeah, they go along and they can and low. change mid-flight. They can turn right. Ballistic missiles tend to just lob. And so this drop. is this is what we're doing now with the US and the UK. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get every submarine. We get five hyper hydroponic missiles. So it's like Monopoly, but underwater. Okay. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I thought we probably had some before, but anyway. No, 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 no. That they're they're faster than those. Ah, uh, okay. And they can turn. They can stop midair. And then they can turn and go straight to hydroponic speeds straight away. I do like you know. It's, <laughs> it's like Wally. You know, it's, you know, it's interesting that. Um, a while ago, there was a big debate about which is it, which is the, the new the new plane. Is it the F F 
33 or the... 40, 41. Uh, 41. There's something. We're, we're going to buy a big new plane. Okay. And, and we're spending heaps and heaps mm. and heaps of money on that. The Lockheed Baboon. It's a fucking yeah, fabulous yeah, plane. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, um, and that's all gone by the wayside. Like, no one talks yep. about it anymore. Because I read this blog post a while ago. It was on um, Warhead or something like that. And it was it, War Nerd? War Nerd. Something like that. Oh, really? And, and, it, was, and it, was, it was so cool because it was like, you know what happens in a big war uh, now? Uh, China v America, whatever it is, uh, you get your you get your flyboys, all the all the all the guys in the you know the top, top guns. the top guns out there, and they are obliterated in the first forty eight seconds of <laughs> yep. the war, and they are never seen of again. Yep. Like you, 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 there is no war scenario in the future where fighter planes are playing a a, a big role. Hypersonic missiles yeah. and and drones that like we're not we're not having a, a pilot so air force. What anymore. does this do to the freaking awesome? some leather jacket market that fly people get because oh on, no come uh, on Kim Jong-un is buying them all oh yeah so oh, that's true. he's 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 big consumer of the leather jacket he and his so. pets all covered in flyboy leather jackets it's wonderful <laughs> uh so yeah we're getting some hypersonics cool I'm oh. very excited about that uh, that was part of AUKUS wasn't it we're having some more AUKUS yes AUKUS. a little more AUKUS to make sure oh, it's really okay. worthwhile yeah okay yep right. um, they're calling the missiles the AUKUS porpoise <laughs> Stuff we're not doing very well. Are we embarrassing ourselves or holding ourselves um, very well in uh, climate stakes? I will. Well, can it just, maybe on just in a general international mm. story, I've just beep, 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 got beep, beep, that beep, you beep, can beep. you can chime in on this one, Rod, because we are also embarrassing ourselves in the human rights space. What? Oh, okay. Since when? I know, but what, more what so than you know. We let oh, some people out way, of hotels. Twenty got out of the hotel today, and I'd call that human rights in action. Well, there you go. But there is an a um, global alliance of national human rights institutions. Awesome. I know it's a very nerdy title. It is a very it nerdy title. Like global alliance of national human rights institutions. It does what it says on the tin. You're not, there's no lies the there. Yeah. Even even this is an institution of Hang human on. rights. It doesn't sound good. Global yeah. alliance, alliance of national, national human, human rights. rights. Insti- Insti- How do you say it? Gary. Gunnery. 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 The gunnery, anyway, have said, okay, Australia, you've had this A status in a you know, report card. However, over the Ooh. last 10 years, we have noticed only the last 10 years. A minus or B plus? Uh, well, we're looking at de- downgrading you. It's going up. Downgrading you because you A keep plus. appointing people to your Human Rights Commission without proper process. And oh, that that's it? Oh, it's a bureaucratic demotion. Well, it's kind of a bureaucratic <laughs> demotion. A technicality! But it's about government appointments just directly into the Human Rights Commission. Uh. And, of course, one of the recent ones of the last 10 years uh. was, of course, um, Captain Freedom Friday, uh, Tim Wilson. No, he's been great, though. He, he was, was human a, rights commissioner. He was a human rights commissioner in 2013, appointed by Tony Abbott. Before and he went to one Goldstein. Of, one of the um, mm. uh, appointments that they have they have taken issue No, with. but he feels freedom okay. very deeply. He feels it more Around than Around the others. ankles because he, he doesn't wear socks. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. <laughs> Feel your freedom around the ankles? That is that is the key place where freedom should be felt. So, so should he be called a freedom feeler rather than a freedom fighter? Freedom feeler, Tim Wilson. Freedom feeler is is, is a crime. It's, it's definitely good though. a crime. It's good. Yeah, definitely I feel free to free to feel free. No, Captain Freedom's good for him. I think. I think we'll stick with Captain Freedom. No, he's freedom feeler now. So what else have we done? In freedom feeling around the ankles. Internationally, that um, has made us look fabulous. Well, we've done a great job on climate. There's no question. Oh, we continue no to do question. such a good good job on climate. Well, the the unusual thing, what what I think is really important is so the the latest intergovernmental panel on climate change report came out on Tuesday. Our time. I like the way they release IPCC it. IPCC AR six part three. It is. What color is it? Uh, Which font did they? They use? don't do colors. Which font? How many pages? Times, Times New Roman. How many Times pages? New Roman. How long's executive summary? It's a four pages executive summary. You're good at this. Because he's read it. Probably has. You're in it, aren't you? No. No. There's, there's a picture of you on page nine. Yeah. I endorse this product <laughs> and/or service. <laughs> One of our colleagues is. And well, and got to tell you, got to tell you, Galileo movement. You owe me the beer for this. Like, this is the report you said would never get done. They don't exist anymore, That's do they? True. I don't know. I don't know. I Malcolm. stopped following ages. Malcolm. There. So um, it, it went really well. It went to Parliament. So it went really well. I'd like to – I'd like. so they're talking about the whole, oh, no, it's not too late if we do a whole bunch to stay well below 2 degrees, God. preferably 1.5. And a quick side note before we get on to Antonio Guterres, to Katan Joshi, obviously a friend of the show, um, 
he tweeted the other day, I just want to remind everyone that the next goal after 1.5 degrees isn't 2 degrees, it's 1.5 If you can't make 1.5, you don't leap to 2 oh. degrees as the next oh, okay. target. Yeah, oh, so okay. You just, Thanks, you just go, oh, we can relax for two a while. Then. Two. Yeah. yeah, screw it. It's fine. It's like, no, it's not. Which I think is a good point, and I forgot that too, so thank you, Ketan. I know you're listening. You're looking great. So Antonio Guterres, the UN Secretary General, uncharacteristically went off. I so know, he's really gone off at us. Though. He's really going Well, us and our well, other, like-minded other. criminals. So yep. what's that? Saudi Arabia and Russia. I think that's the kind of company we're in right that's now. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Quite, nice. quite literally, nice. which is Good. very impressive. Nice. Uh, they're, they're both big on human rights as well. Human rights and the climate. They're, they're impeccable credentials. Yeah. I mean, famed. Famed for, famed. Famed for their doing of human rights. Songs things. have been written. Things about their human rights. Absolutely. There was a young man from Russia. So he said things like, we are on a pathway to global warming of more than double the 1.5 degree limit agreed in Paris. That was a while ago. Some government and business leaders are saying one thing but doing another. Simply put, they are lying. Oh, my God, there's a theme. Lying. Um, He blasted politicians and businesses. So he said, it's a file of shame, cataloguing the empty pledges that put us firmly on track towards an unlivable world. And this is my favourite bit. Climate activists are sometimes depicted as dangerous radicals, but the truly dangerous radicals are the countries that are increasing production of fossil fuels. Investing in new fossil fuels infrastructure is moral and economic madness. Angus, yeah, we're well looking done, at Angus. you, you fuckstick. So, how many did he block the uh, people trying to stop? I can't remember how many new coal mines, and he blocked the blockage. Yeah. So we're talking what in tens of new coal mining facilities, is my understanding at the moment. Mm. You shit stick, like honestly, absolute monsters. So um, a lot of people are against that. Frank Yotso, professor of climate change at our own dear university, mm-hmm. and you know he's been on other podcasts with us. Um, he's basically said, look, Australia has a, patwork, a patchwork of climate policies. They only cover a small part of the economy. Um, we have little in place to encourage the transport sector to move away from fossil fuels. Building codes are lax on energy efficiency. Because we've we've had how many years of a government that does nothing, 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 except less than nothing, except make things worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so less than nothing. Um, he said the federal government's safeguard mechanisms, which were supposed to imply forcible emissions baselines for heavy emitters, was completely ineffective. There's no effective incentive, he says, to reduce emissions because baselines are set so high that most companies are below them anyway. Anyway, without, without, without even trying, yeah. And so then, uh, did, you, did you hear about this? So the State of the Environment report, are you aware this came out in December? I, I, I know they, they, they are made. So it was issued in December. Who issued it, sorry? Uh, the State of the Environment report people. Uh, no, I mean, is that a UN thing or was Australian it Australian thing. So this Australian is just, just related, yeah, it was oh, related okay. to the government's attitude. Sorry, that's yep. a fair point. Context matters, I, I forget that. So Labor, um, the Greens, Zali Stegel and a bunch of environmental groups and scientists have all gotten the shits with Morrison because they intentionally didn't release it because he doesn't want the bad press. So it's a five-yearly report. It was given to Environment Minister uh, Susan Lay in December. She's required to table it within 15 sitting days of Parliament. Oh, that's bloody hard with this government. Exactly. So they haven't had 15 sitting days. Oh, you've got to be kidding. So it might not need to be tabled until after the fucking election. Jesus Christ. This is a five-yearly report. Do your job. A shitload of Of, stuff goes on in five years. Of all of their ministers? I mean, in in Peter Dutton's defence, he believes in his version of doing defence minister and doing... uh, Oh, yeah, we don't agree with it, but he has But Susan Lay Lay has been, do what you want to the environment, I am... Absolutely. She's one of the 12. She's one One of the the captain's pick um, pre-selections. Oh, okay. She's one of those, yeah. I would really like an election night if the tears weren't But you can... I mean, flipping back to that from ages ago, you know, the captain's (laughs) captain's picks, um, you can understand a party just going... You, you're stealing the party because your ability to just put in your own people who then become beholden to you yep. so that they will vote for you in uh, in Parliament way more... No significant. matter what. Yeah, did, no did, matter what. Okay. So this actually leads on to... Um, Morrison w- did go on the 7.30 report. It was, oh, it, it was um, a bit of a weird, uh, weird thing because it was a pre-recorded interview. Um, but, hey, it... The, well, we're in, in the Perry election season. We are so. in the Perry election season. Lee Sales did look disapprovingly at him occasionally. She, she looked a bit <laughs> shitty. She actually laughed in his face at one point, I ah. have to say. was quite – he said he, – he basically – she said, da-da-da-da, white, and he went, da-da-da, black, and she went <laughs> – 
(laughs) And that was pretty funny. Um, But according to him, he he reckons they've saved 40,000 lives. In uh, COVID. 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 Uh, During their reaction to COVID, they have saved 40,000 lives. This is some of the best statistics around there. When you point to all the people that didn't have something happen to them. No, come on. We can point to comparable countries and look at their Uh, shittier policies. Do we know that it's – I don't know if it's 40,000, but anyway. Uh, This is the trouble, Well, how many died in the US? A million died in the US. A million died in the US. And they're they're 15 times our size. You divide a million by 15, you get 40,000. Correct. Well done, you. Look at Frickin you, guy. There you go. Normally, you're, you're the history guy. I know. You should go now and the numbers, man. numbers. History of numbers. Well, and the numbers of history. Yeah. Numbers in history. So he he also, he dodged. So the, what the point I was getting to about, yeah. about having people beholden to him and that he's saying that like, he's never been in a faction. Um, oh, that he I'm doesn't he doesn't have no an agenda have um, and allies. And I don't things. have an agenda. I don't. You, this is the problem, <laughs> Scott. This is you should you should you're the prime minister have an agenda. Yeah, so this is th- that's what reminded me um, about it was because he, he he keeps saying he doesn't have allies in that, so he's building up these people that are beholden to him. You're mm. absolutely right. Um, no, they're not allies. No, not in his sense. It's it's people no, who owe courtiers. him things. Yeah, yeah, they're exactly people. People who owe him things and that he can he can hold a debt with. Yep. Not an ally because he, no, he doesn't. Right, he doesn't. It's have all friends. Blackmail. He doesn't have. Yeah, yeah, it's not loyalty. It's not loyalty. <sighs> yeah. So that just reminded me of that. Look, it wasn't it. It wasn't a bad interview in that she tried to hold him to account um however the you know we saw again that pattern of oh well, let me go back to first principles um uh, let, uh. That you've mischaracterized the situation you know so it, it, they're just running that line all the time now i am noticing more journalists getting ahead of the game on those yeah. interviews but Jesus, it's and it's hard. It's like trying to catch smoke, you know. Like you think you set up your framework to ask the questions, I'm sure, and they come at from, they say something so batshit crazy that the only response is that's batshit crazy, and you can't say that. So it's true though. It's um, I was listening to uh, John Stewart being interviewed, and he's talking about they were asking about Tucker Carlson and dealing with him. I know oh, it's American, Jesus, but yeah, no, and he said that they asked him how would you handle Tucker Carlson now, and he said I don't think I could because he's no. got the equivalent of a squid blowing ink or countermeasures out of a plane. Yep. Um, the moment you say something that Tucker doesn't agree with or, or gets caught up on, he just farts a bunch of lies and craziness yep. and yep. disappears into, and in, disappears. In the, into yes. the murkiness. Yeah. Actually, I said it better than John did. I'm feeling very proud of myself. But this is exactly what it came down to. And Morrison does the same thing, and so do his people. They just fart fucking lies and scatter it, or, or they just say interview uh, th- look, over. This is, this is the difficulty for uh, everyone who cares about actual truth and actual governance based on on logic and evidence that that we're beholden to this mm. and if you don't care and if you're actually what you care about is getting getting cash for your mates yeah. then then you play to a different game and it's like trying to hold people to a principled form of governance and this is the thing yeah. you know for a long time in the west the conservative parties still believed in the idea of principled governance. Mm. Yes. So, mm. you know, Menzies and and, yeah. and all others that they they would hold to that. Even Howard. And so and so there was there yeah. was an agreed middle ground of okay, we believe in democracy, we believed in principled governance, but uh, Scott Morrison does not. That's it. We disagree, disagreeing on principles and having different values. I, this is, is another not the place. Same thing. This is another place where I would take Tony Abbott's monarchism. Uh, you know, in that he believed in the hierarchy of put the monarch at the top, and, yeah. and we have a constitutional uh, settlement. Blah blah blah. I don't love it, but it's better than someone who all bets are off. We're an empire now. We make the rules that we want. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Again, that for the nine hundredth time, I think I've said just on this show alone. Fuck you, Scott Morrison, for making me say at least Tony Abbott did X. So yeah, I was thinking about that the other night. I was lying in bed and I was like, oh, you know, you know. You were thinking you, about Tony, Tony Abbott, Abbott while you were lying in bed. in bed. No, I was thinking about that statement that, oh, that, too, that we are all we, we we have a weird ability to go. You know, uh, Tony Abbott. You know, you go at least at least John Howard was X. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and it makes John Howard look better. Mm-hmm. Same with Scott Morrison, uh, made Tony Abbott look better. Who's and the next? same in the US. Who's you go next? to the US and and uh, Donald Trump has made well, wait here. Donald Trump <laughs> has made had made George Bush look better. And I'm like, is yeah. there gonna be a US president that you go, at least Donald Trump Yes. Oh my oh. god. Who will it be a bunker? No. Anyway. <laughs> there will be and there's gonna be an Australian Prime Minister who makes us go, at least Scott Morrison didn't murder anyone on television or I'd take a murder. Oh look, you, you gotta look at how far things have shifted. I mean, I remember, you know, I grew up hating Malcolm Fraser. Uh, and like, oh, the, now you'd pash him and have his children, right? Oh, I mean, seriously. Bloody I would, oath. I, yeah. 
I, I, when I met him, I just was kind of like, oh, I'm really sorry, man. I didn't like you back then. Fuck it. Fuck <laughs> he, it knew, he, he knew everyone hated him. No, no, no. But, um, it was, but he also, again, principled, knew what mattered. So when oh, yeah. we had lots of refugees mm, he in would Vietnam, not, he, he did, would not that was burn the system not, down to get what he wants. Yeah. No. There wasn't a, a flicker in his eye to to not go. Yes, those are at, well, th- those, we are responsible he, for those people, refugees. He and people like him wanted to be prime minister and do things, not wanted to be, to be prime worshipped minister. and I have power. So, what do you reckon about um, Prue Goward getting on the administrative appeals tribunal? I think she has an impeccable record and very good moral uh, moral compass. And cool. she also probably needs the extra three hundred ninety one thousand dollars. Uh, look, and and you know uh, what with price rises these days. It's not easy. Oh, we haven't talked about Albo's um, aged care. And we oh, no, we should have done, shouldn't we? And we haven't talked about the Australian Christian Lobby. Oh, we should have done that too. Or well, the flood money for Queensland. And, oh, my God. And the fact that Sydney's had Look how upset a year's Will worth of rain in a month. Oh, my three God. Months, and the free Will's, trade agreement don't, you're with making, India. You're making Will cry. And um, <laughs> you should have your fourth shot for COVID. What else haven't we? Our oh, brother Stewie's still acting. <laughs> Australia's most on-time podcast. That's what we are. It's the only thing we can actually claim. <laughs> <laughs>